You're listening to the Speaking Out podcast, and this is episode one. Welcome to today's talk. We are Jocelyn Garcia and Adriana Pesak. Hello, Adriana. Are you ready for today's talk? Hi, of course. I'm more than ready. Wonderful, because today we will talk about an important social issue that remains affecting our society, which is racism. We will be focusing on whether protests are a proper way to stop racism or not. First of all, here's Jocelyn with a brief introduction about racism. Thanks, Adriana. From what I have researched, racism is not only about the categorization depending on the physical attributes. According to the article, Racism Sociology of, published by Harvard and McMaster University, physical characteristics such as skin color are not associated with their differences in ability or behavior. Race, nevertheless, has a lot of importance in structuring social reality, and we can see it through different historical events. So you mean that we interpret the concept of racism depending on living circumstances? Yes, definitely. The concept of racism has changed through the living circumstances of time. Not only that people have started thinking that being racist is when we discriminate or when we give a different treat to a black person. In the world, there are several races, and these are not black and white. Many people suffer from racism, not just Afro-American people do it. But I consider that whenever we talk about racism, we tend to associate it with them because of the influence of history. I'm on the same boat. Racism is a fight for all people who don't fit in that quintessential that society has created. Throughout history, some people try to be what they are not, by bleaching their skin, dyeing their hair, or even undergo surgery to change themselves because they want to fit in this society. That's right. Society has created these ideas of superiority based on how they see us give more opportunities to those who meet these standards. Yeah, and only few people stand up proud despite of their looks. We can take as reference the story of Serbi Bonelli, the former French competitive figure skater who was discriminated against based on her skin color. Have you heard about this woman before? Yes, I have. She's an amazing skater. Perfect. So, according to the documentary Loser, Servi Bonelli was not welcomed the same as all their competitors did by the judges. There is a notion of a nice princess, which is a thin and white girl, but she was breaking the tradition. She had something different to offer, and I think it was hard for them to assign a value to that and to measure that. Furthermore, people said that she was a very unusual skater in every way, only because of her skin color. And she was never going to fit into that ice princess mold that people had. However, she always knew that even if she would have skated clean, the judges would still give her a six. But she was able to get through this. Mm, yeah, and now, isn't she a three-time world silver medalist, a five-time European champion, and even more? Exactly. Well, this is just an example of how she was able to break the system. Even though this is an example of how sport is subjective and political, the reality is the same, and we have been facing this issue for a long time. It's not something new. The thing is that people are just tired of continuing to live unjustly. Hence, people in the United States protested, even though they are experiencing the virus of the COVID-19. Yes. 
That's true. People are tired of injustice and of having leaders who instigate racism like Donald Trump, who has often made denigrating comments about immigrants. Right. So that's why people prefer to risk their lives instead of continue living in the political Hello everyone, we're back again and we're going to continue with our little shit shot of racism. Before, we were discussing the meaning of racism and how the people are tired of living in this kind of injustice. That's right, we were also shouting about how people have to put their lives in danger to stop living in this close-minded political system, like the United States protests that were performed while being quarantined. Yes, you're right, Adri, but haven't you wondered why these protests don't have great results like the Martin Luther King Jr. protest or, or any other past influential protest? Well, to tell you the truth, Jocelyn, I indeed have. I have asked myself what else can society do to change a social issue, and the best way is the Pacific protest. I believe that protests are to create awareness, and it might not create the same impact as Martin Luther King's Jr. protest did, but it motivates some people to take the initiative or to know what is happening in the world. Don't you think so? That's true, but according to the TikTok, how the internet has made the censorship easy to organize, hard to win, sets that today's protests have become a bit like climbing Mount Everest with the help of 60 Sherpas, and the internet is our Sherpa. What we're doing is taking the fast roads and not replacing the benefit of a slower work. I consider that the internet, in spite of having made the process easier, has made the union that used to exist in this protest to be lost, making some politicians see this as a game of the new generations. I think we have forgotten that for these protests to have great results, we must first break the head of those politicians that their unique interest is their bank account numbers. As you say, these protests don't have huge impacts like those of Martin Luther King Jr. Before, there were no social networks that made it easier to organize and inform. But with small meetings, people sat down to dialogue, creating innovating ideas and creating an atmosphere of unity. And that's what we're lacking today. Absolutely. We need to change this broken system. As you said, politicians need to begin seeing the world from a different perspective. The problem is that people with power see the world from a different view. And that's why the fight for this social issue hasn't changed a lot throughout the years. Also, as far as I have seen on the television, most of these people that have power in the United States as the president, the vice president, the senator, and others, are usually white men. Thus, it's difficult to change the system if the majority of them are white men. If there were more diversity in the political system, these social issues shall have been solved already. I agree with you, Adri. Well, sadly, I think here's when we start announcing our goodbyes, but not before giving you a little summary of what we discussed in today's talk. Today, we discuss how history impacts the meaning of racism in society. Also, we mention some of the struggles that the famous ice skater Soria Bonelli faced due to bias. And lastly, but not least, we talk about the importance of union, so protests have a tremendous influence on society again. Well, Audrey, do you want to add something? Yes, if I may, I would like to thank our listeners for staying until the end of the podcast.
It was a lovely chat, and I hope our listeners like today's talk. And it was a great honor to be your host today. Yes, it was a pleasure. So thanks for listening to the Speaking Out podcast. Stay tuned for our next exciting episode.